What's up out there, everybody? This your boy, Big D, coming to you live from the Hollaback Podcast. And today, I got a special guest who I've been trying to get on this thing for, I guess, I, I've been doing this by two years. I've been trying to get him on here by two years. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. Um, none other than my homeboy, my brother in Christ, uh, my ex-teammate uh, from the Asheville Grizzlies. Uh, actually, back up Asheville Bears transforming transitioning over into the Asheville Grizzlies um this man coach he's a father he's a family man uh he saved first and foremost um you know I'll let him tell you the rest but none other folks uh I like to welcome my homeboy my brother in Christ Mr. Willie Battle to the show how you doing Will? Man, I'm blessed man thank you for having me it's, it's been like it's been a long time coming <laughs> yeah. I, I've been trying to get you on here but I, you know what I called you a few times about this, but I, I think I, I think I got tired of calling you because I just got your your, uh, your voicemail. <laughs> man, a lot of people say that. They say I don't ever answer my phone, man. I'm, it probably somebody because one of them was calling when you was calling. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I'm, I'm glad I got you. I'm glad I was able to get you in, uh, when you agreed to do so. Um, been a long time coming, but anyway, like I said, it's glad to have you here. Glad, glad you and have your participation in this. Um, in the intro, I, I said some things, but you know, if I may have missed some things, um, kindly feel free to fill in those things that I missed. Nah, I think I think you covered it all, man. Uh, oh, nobody can't see the gray, but you know what I'm saying. I'll go ahead and tell them I'm a grandfather too, as well. You know, three grandkids now, but uh, nah, that's it, man. Just uh, coaching is uh, a way for me to try to give back to to a game to the kids man just the game that gave me so much you know athletics sports in general so uh, and, and it, and it kind of fills those competitive juices at the same time when you can't no longer get out there and do you can show at least so you know coaching does that for me man I also work with uh, Crossfire Ministries during the summer travel with them to uh, like four or five different countries over the last eight nine years if, uh, if I may I just want to just just stop it right there because I, I that was one of the things I wanted to talk about but I want to I actually back up a little bit and just ask you you know if you would you know uh tell us about you know your humble beginnings uh, you mean as far as uh when I gave my life back to Christ well where, where you from uh okay. you know well, yeah, you born born and raised right here in Asheville uh Hillcrest North Carolina uh, Hillcrest yes sir uh man would trade wouldn't trade those days for nothing man I, I think you know even though God uh created us uh he, he let you go through certain situations man to help shape and mold you as well so Hillcrest definitely did that for me um you know you gotta grow up you gotta grow up a little quick it's back in that back in those days in Hillcrest you you you, you know you, you see a lot of things man but they help they help make me be the man I am today. Uh, know how to survive in any situation, man. That's for sure. So, you know, I, I appreciate that. Uh, I got, I got two brothers, two sisters, man. Uh, Keith, Tremaine, Nikita, and uh, Crystal, Crystal Vance. But uh, you know, uh, went to AC Reynolds High School. Yeah, from Hillcrest, went to AC Reynolds High School. Uh, Played sports there, man. Learned a lot. Uh, grew up a lot there as well. Went on to play college ball for a few years. And uh, 
after college came home man I had a son when I was uh 18 I'm going to actually he was born the same week we were at the state championship playing for the state championship so I got man I got blessed majorly in my senior year I, I won a state championship had a son yeah you know had a little meet and I got a uh, full scholarship to play basketball at Western Carolina University so uh yeah so you know just that's 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 me in a nutshell man but now you know I used to find my identity in sports man uh and that's how a lot of people still know me they recognize me from when I played ball um but now man give your life to Christ, man, you, you realize that your identity is, is, is a lot more than a basketball or a football oh, or a baseball. You Absolutely. Know what I'm saying? So, so uh, like like uh, several of the guys say, uh, Randy Shepard and Tim uh, Lewis, they always tell the campers, man, one day the ball going to stop bouncing for you. So, you can't play sports forever, man. So, you know, you just got to find a purpose in, in Christ, man. Find out. Just, just be the man or the woman that God created you to be. Absolutely. And, and, and you just gotta search and find that find that purpose, man. Like none of us are perfect. Never will be, or else Christ wouldn't have had to go to the cross, man. So I'm just striving every day, man, to to not grow weary in, in well doing. Hey, like hey, you talked about hey, earlier. Hey, you know, um I wanna talk to you about that, about the um about you know what at what point in, in time in your life um, that uh, you you did you did you give your life to Christ? Was this a was it a, just a type of just you know saying hey I'm tired of just where I am what I'm doing? Um, how did that come about? Well, uh, man, when I was a kid, you know, of course, you, know, you grow up in a black family, you you going to church, whether you like it or not, you know what I'm saying? So, but I gave my life to Christ as a kid, man. Didn't didn't under this didn't really understand the decision I had made um just kind of everybody all the other kids going up you know I went up I raised my hand you know got baptized um of course I didn't I didn't I it didn't stick you know I I, I've done my share of things man that that if I could change some things I would I don't regret a lot of things in my life because I understand that had those things not happened, I wouldn't be where I am today or be the man that I am today. So um, I don't really regret a lot of things. I I, I, I kind of, sometimes I wish I could do some things differently. I wish a lot of times, man, I, I, I admire young people such as even you, man, when we was playing with the Grizzlies. I, I knew it was something different about you. I just didn't, we didn't never really delve into it because of yeah. course I was still wilding then with the Grizzlies. Yeah. But you was always just humble always cracking on people never maliciously but uh until you told Chuma his mouth looked like a cheese grater or, or what something you eat chopped salad but uh nah man but I knew it was something different about you but we still we still vibe though man we we had a connection we were still always cool um but uh and then man I had a uh I had an incident with my wife man you know um domestic violence charge um, I know people people will hear that and be like oh I knew that about oh he ain't but you know that's one of the things I definitely regret doing yeah that's yeah. that's probably one thing I definitely regret not that is one thing I definitely regret doing but um man she she stood by I me mean, she she uh the 
people tried to they tried to fry me on that. But uh, my wife was like, nah, like, no. This was an isolated incident. He had been drinking. He wasn't, you know what I'm saying? This this wasn't, this ain't, he ain't never even raised a hand to me or nothing like that. When we argue, I always leave. I try to leave. Yeah. Cause I don't like, I don't, I'm not gonna argue with no woman, you know what I'm saying? And fight with no woman. So, but uh not not trying to not trying to uh, uh, lessen what I did or, or, or make it, you know, make it sound better than it was. Yeah. It, it, it was a terrible thing I did, man. I'm just glad that uh, my wife, you know, she 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 been able to forgive me and uh, just uh, from that, man, I, I ended up in uh, spending a few days in the jail, in jail and. I just said, and, it, and what you said earlier, I was like, Lord, you know, one of them kind of things, Lord, if you get me out of this one, man, I promise I won't do it again. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, that was something that I definitely would, wouldn't do again. And, you know, I just, and then the, the, the way I was able to get get released, man, like uh, a long time partner of mine uh, was running a halfway house and he came to get somebody else homeboy was like hey Willie back here too man uh you need to get him too and he got me out with stipulations mm. you know what I'm saying I had to go to his go to uh through a program for a year and uh report back to the court during that time man as I was finishing that process um I was working at a glass company man and, and just one morning man so my, my fault I skipped so when he got me out and uh, I entered his program, man, he would let us talk about what was going on with us in life and just in general. But he always took the last 30 minutes and he did, uh, he would do kind of like a Bible study with us and, and he would make it relational to, to what we were going through in life. And so, man, he, he led me to cry back to Christ felt like the world had lifted off my shoulders, man, and, and then I just started looking, looking at the world through new eyes. I tried to look at it through God's eyes, and then came my accident. Uh, we were still playing with the Grizzlies. I'm not sure if you were still playing. Um, I left in uh, in 2005. What was my last season? So, so this my accident was January, the first week in January that year so it would have been right before when the season before the season mm. so man just going to work uh still dealing with the courts with the situation with my wife and uh but i'm, I'm going to work man and I'm, I'm i'm good god done gave me a new energy man like you know i just felt freed up man like i, I was good even with what i was going through man and uh you know not to diminish what i did but wife had forgiven me we we was communicating again and you know uh we were still we were still good um we had separated for a while and then i had the accident man just just go to work man one morning and uh working with a chemical and boom an explosion me and another guy catch on fire and i'm like man devil boy that what they say is true boy once the devil know he ain't got you he gonna try to get you yeah <laughs> so, 
trying to take you out. Yeah, so, you know, so, um, and got caught on fire, got airlifted to a hospital, a burn center in Augusta, man, where, um, um I was there like three and a half months, uh, surgery, like 40 something surgeries, man. They was talking about amputate my arm, uh, amputate my hand you won't be able to do this again you won't be able to do that again but the whole time man god was faithful man amen god was faithful man so you know they was able to uh save my arm and and my hand well what i caught what give me a little bit of a hand if, if i may if i may just uh for a second just don't want to jump in right here and just say if you don't mind if you would uh just talk about the the extents of the percentage of you that was burned uh they they told me originally they said uh i think 55 percent but but i think it was it was actually like 51 percent of my body uh waist up um i had some superficial burns on my leg um when they put me in the ambulance man i had on jeans and i, I was really fortunate big baby uh Cause it was winter time man I had on layers of clothes because we worked in like a kind of warehouse setting so with uh, bay door the doors yeah. were open so I had on uh, layers of clothes man and, and it still burned to my skin wow yeah that's so uh third and fourth degree burns on my torso my arm was fourth degree that's why they were saying they were gonna have to amputate yeah. They, they load me in the ambulance and I'm telling the people they don't they don't rip my shirt off man I'm seeing my skin like peeling burning they, but I'm like man my leg burning my leg is burning they like nah there's no fire there I'm like my leg is burning I'm telling y'all my leg is burning so but they got me uh how you uh capa capacitated I guess I don't know they had me tied on the ground oh okay so how did that feel like being tied down in the you man it, it felt like i was about to die i took matter of fact i told the secretary i said man tell my wife to call my son tell him i love him you know what i'm saying I, I i thought i thought that was it so i'm in the ambulance and i'm telling him so fortunately the lady was like let me just cut cut his pants leg and see she pulled she cut my pants leg and sure enough i had a, a superficial burn wow yeah well i guess some of the chemical had got down in my pants leg mm. and uh man god god was faithful through it all man uh yeah, obviously i'm still here talking to you um just 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 seen a lot man went through a lot uh didn't know what what was gonna come of it i was in a coma for eight days they had told my family that I probably would be on the respirator uh, probably I think they said like three weeks or something and, and, and God got brought me off in eight days mm. they, they was like we don't know what's going on and, and, and this doctor telling me some of this stuff too I don't know what's going on uh, Miss Battle but we're going to be able to take your husband off the respirator said well be prepared but be prepared if he makes it through the night they originally said if he makes it through the night be prepared to be here anywhere uh, I think she said eight months to a year uh, doctor, uh, that was the doctors that was man but God brought me out of the hospital three and a half months like man just, yeah he, he, he was faithful man and, uh, so 
So whenever I got ready to, like when I got back and I was able to move around and do some things, man, uh, I just, in the back of my head, I never can forget the promise that I made. If you get me out of this one, Lord, you'll never have to worry about me again being in trouble. I promise, like, you know, and, and, and you know how many times, you know, people say, man, you, you believe in God. I'll be like, y'all be the same. You don't believe in God. Wait till you about to get in that ring. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> who you calling? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Who you calling? Yeah. So I was in that city. I was right. That was me. I'm in the cell. Lord, if oh Lord, if you get me out of this, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, uh, not that he got me out of anything. I think he just he he using he using my my life as a testament. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so man, I, I'm just I'm just thankful, man. I'm blessed, man. I, I still. Can, run and jump and do all the things that they said I wouldn't be able to do. Uh, you know, I, I, I still get kind of, uh, I'm glad this is radio because I still get a little apprehensive about being out in public just with my scars and stuff, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But but I gotta, but I also have to tell myself, like, these scars are for the Lord, man. Mm -hmm. Because because without these scars, people wouldn't believe that they was gonna amputate your arm right. or that you almost got burned to death, literally. Right, so people wouldn't believe that unless they saw these scars. You know what I mean? You know when I when I heard about um, your your accident, um, it was really really it it, it kind of threw me for a loop because at the time, like you said, they were they were talking crazy about like what <laughs> what the damage had been done and had been done, and it was like you know you know just just that talk of just that doom and gloom talk. You know, it wasn't really nothing positive coming out of it at the time you know it was fresh at you know because I, I found out about it but I, I remember uh being in my car one day uh, one evening I was driving and I was on I was in Hendersonville at the time when I, I lived in Hendersonville and I and I prayed I was praying for you and I could hear clear as day the Holy Spirit said he's gonna be fine mm. Mm. I'm talking about I, and just like I'm talking to you I heard his. I heard Holy Spirit say, "Clear as day, he's going to be fine." Amen. Amen. And from then on, man, I was like, "Thank you, Lord." I, I had no more worries. I had no more worries. I wasn't even concerned about you no more, man. Thank you. I, because when, when he when he said that, I because who am I to still be holding on to that when when he's giving me the word? The word coming from on high. Right. I was saying, "Hey, you're gonna be all right." So yeah. nobody can dispute that. Nobody can, you know, change any of that. And I'm talking to you, Arna. You know, so you, you you're healthy. Yes, you know, so it's like you know that 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 just helped me a whole lot with that. And then you know, I would say when you the first time I talked to you on the phone, I, I believe I cried. Is you like, come on, big baby man, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, man. And I and I couldn't do nothing because I was just so overwhelmed, man. You know, just and happy. Just that because I was talking to you because it had been a, yeah it had been a, a while you know since the accident happened and it was like thank you Lord thank you and uh, I'm just listening to what you were saying about your scars man about you say you know being you know kind of you know not wanting to be in public with that but you know what you and Jesus share the same thing though because see when in in, in the Word you know when He came you know down Thomas when Thomas said. You know, I ain't gonna believe until I see him or I'll stick my fingers in his side. Oh man. 
you know what I'm saying, and, and, and put my hands into the prince, you know what I'm saying, and so when, when Jesus showed up, he said, okay, here I am, do that, you know what I'm saying, but so now for you, my brother, you being in public, don't be, don't feel no kind of way no more by showing your scars, because you're showing your scars of that, you know, uh, and that is a representation of he is faithful. That is a representation of that. He he did save your life. He did pull you out. He was with you. So those scars, man, those scars will make people uh, for people to believe and to see. Like you said, you know, you, you know, they were gonna amputate your arm. But like you said, if, if your arm was still looking normal, people would say, oh man, you know, right. Or or some may say, okay, well, well I'm glad they didn't amputate it. And, right. and then walked away and said, Well, I don't believe what he said. <laughs> but your scars are proof. Man, your life is a testimony, man, and that's why I, I'm I was really really glad that um you know you could do this today because the first time I asked you I was really really wanting to do it but I don't believe that it was the right time to do it because I don't believe that it would come out as good as it's it's coming out right now because you're sharing you know your testimony right now and for and like I say you know for anybody that listens to this podcast that can go back. You know, they, I want them to always be able to find a segment that they can walk away saying, hey, uh, you know, that inspired me or uh, that 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 helped me to see that it ain't as bad as I thought it was. Man, definitely, you know, definitely. You know li- after listening to this guy's testimony, you know, well, I can get up and go on. You know, he's an example of I can go on. And so, you know, over to God. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so, you know, with that being said, you know, I want to jump up and want to want to step up. Not, we're, we're not pushing Christ to the side at all by no means. Okay. I just want you to just, I want to act, touch on. You were getting ready to go into it earlier about other countries about you know your travel. Was it Crossfire? Yes. Yes. Uh, if you would, yeah, pl- yeah, please, please uh, uh, touch on that. Man, that that's even crazier though, baby. How that came. Uh, <laughs> so you know, I had, uh, man, I had, I had actually gained like, man, I was like two eighty five. You? Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> two eighty five, bro. Uh, and so I, I'm, I'm trying to find a way to work this off. What other way do I know other than play basketball? But I'm still, I'm still residing in the fact that you know I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm uh, comfortable with the fact that you got, you're not the same, but you blessed, man, because you can still play. Like this was snatched away from me, so it made it it made it mean that much even more to me. You know what I'm saying? Like at 35, man, like we had we had we still was playing football with with the Grizzlies mm. in pads and helmets and stuff. Yeah, real <laughs> football. Uh, you know, I was playing. I actually was. I had two basketball games that next day in Hendersonville. So, you know, I was healthy, man. I was, I wasn't drinking no more. So I was really healthy, man, feeling good. I was, I, I just was, man, the Lord had just gave me a, a, a certain, he had just gave me a certain freedom, man, that I hadn't felt before, man. And, and so I was just excited, man. And, um, but I come back, man, and so I'm trying to find ways to lose this weight. So I'm at the Y, I get a Y membership. I'm in there shooting one day, just playing around some pickup ball with some kids. And you know, right hand, you see my right hand, man. It's just something they, I don't have a pinky, not really a thumb. I got three digits, pretty much. 
and I'm in there just playing around, and Randy Shepard walks over to me and was like, uh, he's like, hey man, uh, we, you know, we heard about your accident, we were praying for you, then this man not looking at me, and I'm, and I'm probably, at that time, big baby, I'm probably like 230, I done lost some weight, but I'm still around 230, 235, heavy, still trying to get there. This man look at me and say, well, hey, man, if, uh, I, I'm going to talk to Jamie about it, uh, the, co-found, the co-founder of Crossfire. I'm going to talk to him about it. Uh, we'd love to have you come play play with us, man. Your testimony would be great for the ministry. I said, huh? I said, Randy, you see my hand and my arm? I said, man, I can't play that kind of basketball no more. He said, oh, man, you'll be fine. Don't worry <laughs> about it. That I, I promise you that's what he's saying. And I'm, I'm like, so when he walked off, like, oh, he ain't gonna, he wasn't serious, you know what I'm saying? He just seen me was being cool, because I knew Randy, man, from, I know Randy, and, well, really, mainly Randy for probably 30 years, uh, ever since I came back home from college. So, um, and played in some tournaments against him, and just, uh, they always invite guys out. When they used to, Crossfire, man, used to play a huge basketball schedule against major D1 schools, NC State, Wake Forest, Tennessee, you know, major schools. So he would, they would invite guys out to come and play against them to get them ready for their season. So he, that's how, and that's how I got to know Randy even more. Him and Jamie both. But um, so I'm like, he ain't gonna, he wasn't serious. He couldn't, he can't be serious. Like he can't be. And so man, that dude called me and was like, hey, um, we we putting a team in the league downtown. Uh, what number you want to wear? I was like, I said, man, what? I was like, uh, I was like, Randy, man, like, like seriously, man, did you see my hand and stuff? Like, I, I, I don't think I, I could help y'all, man, and I don't want to be out there, you know, and hurt the team. He's like, nah, man. I, he said you'll be fine. He's like, I already t- talked to Jamie about it. He, he, he said, he said, amen. Bring him on. Praise God. You know what I'm saying? Like. So I started playing with Crossfire, man, and that ev- that turned into um, really uh, somebody paid for a trip. We're going to Honduras. One of the guys can't go, and the trip's already paid for. Can you go? So I'm at AB Tech at the time. Man, can I go to Honduras? Like, <laughs> man, I don't know what that's at. What, what, what is, you know what I'm saying? What, what is that? Like, where we going? <laughs> what we doing? They like, uh, the trip's paid for, man. Uh, gonna be playing a game we got the schedule set up uh when they when they travel to other countries uh we gonna we go to orphanages prisons um schools and talk to the kids they let you come to the schools and talk to the kids share with the kids um we do camps sometimes so on this particular trip man it was set up to where we did uh we did church service two church services on sunday uh we did two or three schools during the day on Monday and then play the game that night. And that's how the week went. And so we were over there. We would get there. Uh, I think we would arrive maybe uh, Saturday night because it's, it's only a three-hour flight from uh, Atlanta. So we get there, man. And, bro, when I say third world, I'm talking third world, uh, some places no electricity no running water and i'm not downing the people i'm just saying you know it's like we blessed we very fortunate in america that's what that's what i'm trying to say so 
we get we going through these villages to get to where we live where we gonna stay and randy done fluffed it up yeah man we gonna, we might have to sleep on the floor we gonna eat this you gonna eat that like man come on man what about it why what did i sign up for man like dang i know i want to see other countries but this might not be the way to see it so we get there and show up, man dirt roads all the way through i'm seeing and I saw a lady washing her kids up in a in a little creek. Mm. You know, just just man, we just very fortunate, man. So we we pull up to the compound where we stand. Man, they pull back the gate, and they got it's armed guards, man, with big. And I'm like, oh, what we? He taking us to the wrong place. <laughs> they try to. Kid, I was like, he trying to kidnap us. They was like, Willie, calm down, man. They like. It's like calm down with it. Like, like this is the place, man. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, but they have stuff that go on over there that yeah. that requires that they have that kind of security. So we pull in, man, and it is the right place. They not kidnapping us, and we actually stand in a, a real nice, uh, like a uh, resort type place, man. Mm-hmm. So we 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 had roommates. We stayed in villas for the week, man. And, but it was real cool, man. Real nice. Uh, our interpreter's mom cooked for us every day, man. She threw down on some pinto beans and pork chops, boy. Y'all don't mm. believe it. Even in Honduras, yeah. I, man, yeah, bro. Big, right now. big baby. I was like, can you cook that again tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so uh, but yeah, man. So that's how that came about, man. Just and one trip turned into. Uh, I went to Honduras probably six times. I went to Egypt with Randy and Tim Lewis. I've been to Costa Rica with Crossfire. Uh, been to the Philippines now probably seven times. And uh, awesome. was supposed to go twice this year, but you know, with the COVID, all that going on, the pandemic going on, traveling like that has been, you know, yeah, pretty much shut down. So, but that's how that all came about, man. Just me still doubting the Lord and, and telling him, look, man, I can't play for y'all. And when we went to Honduras, man, we had five players. So I had to play the whole time, and uh, we won all those games. <laughs> you know the Lord, you know, you know the Lord was looking out for us. But we won all five of those games, man. And even beat like they national team, man. The okay. Guys, yeah, they wanted to fight, man. Like, uh, no, yeah. No, we a ministry team, bro. We just prayed with y'all. We <laughs> they just, don't care about that. We, they didn't. We, we lost. Man. They did. That's all. That's all they knew, boy. So, but yeah, man, it's it that crossfire has really been a lot to my life man Um, and just helping me stay on the right path man because it's really the road is narrow and it's easy to get to the wide side boy tell me about it tell me about it you you know um so that 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 probably was another change in your life uh doing that international ministry oh man i mean you know because i mean you know most of most of us uh, you know we do ministry it's it's across the street you know it, it's at the ministry i mean at the uh at the at the shelter or something like that uh we talking about international uh, we talking about you know you, you flying across seas and you're going in but you feel good I, i'm sure you feel great about you know just being able to share the gospel with the, with the, with the kids and the adults big baby man it, it like every time i go man it bless me maybe more than it blessed them because like i say man we we very fortunate in this country man and, 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 and not to take anybody's situation lightly because because i you know you don't you never know what what causes us to be in whatever situation we right in. we we only know our, our situation 
but we gotta have empathy for everybody, man. Absolutely. But uh, like we very fortunate here, man. Regard regardless of what's going on, we are very fortunate, man. And and I'm telling you, man, to to have no running water, no lives, not knowing what I ran into a kid on that trip. We went to a village, and and sometimes we would we would get there early. And we would go out into the, we would walk around the village and mm-hmm. pass out uh, tracks, you know, with Crossfire, uh, Randy and Jamie, uh, what what the uh, what Crossfire is about, the people that they've been able to touch and the places they've been. Um, we would walk around the villages and pass those tracks out. Um, this one, this particular t- uh, village, city that we was in, or village, whatever you want to call it, man, we walking around and we come up on a house. This probably was a one, they probably had two rooms in the whole house and it was like 10 people sitting on the porch. Wow. So we look and, and, and I see this kid. I'm like, oh man, I'm like, I'm like, uh, how you say in Spanish? Uh, hola. Yeah. I say, hola. And he, he, he got a bowl. And, and so I'm walking towards him. I got a water just like this. One. I got a water. And uh, I'm like, Agua, agua. He like, oh, thank you. Like I gave him a thousand dollars or something. You know what I'm saying? And so we asked the dude. He eating a bowl of limes, big baby. Limes, limes. He climbed the tree, plucked a bunch of limes. He peeling them and eating them straight, just straight like that. Like he. And so we asked the guy. The guy spoke a little English that was at the house, and he, they was like, oh, that's little. I named him little Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what his name, but I named him little Jimmy. So he was like, what's, like, he eating a bowl of lines, what's, so the guy was like, man, that might be the only meal he get today. Wow. Yeah, so you put that in perspective, and I'm talking about a kid that probably was seven or eight years old, man. His sister came running up, and he, 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 he's still in the bowl eating lines, and his sister came up saying something in Spanish. He look up, agua, agua, and go back to the line, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, and so, you know, it. I ain't, I ain't laughing because it's funny. I'm just laughing like, man, like, man, we fortunate, man. We, we, we are very fortunate, man, and we take it for granted, bro. Like, like we, we, man, like, I don't, I don't know what I would do. I guess I would adapt like they do. Yeah. But to not have to adapt and to see those situations that you could possibly be in, you know what I'm yeah. saying? If you lived in that country, in that village, it just, man, it just, it like, appreciation for what you have exactly you know, whether you got a little or a lot you know it just makes you say Lord thank you exactly man exactly so but man though yeah every trip man is a different trip we uh we've been going to the Philippines a lot lately they 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 always they've been asking us to come twice a year and uh so we started going twice a year man we, we've been hitting a lot of different cities and villages every time we go love basketball man like I'm talking like more than us man I'm talking about you might get if they had if we was we play at a college sometimes man it's five four or five thousand people there man wow we play in a coliseum man they standing around the court it's standing room like like it's crazy to me that's that's awesome man I mean <laughs> and, and here go the best part about that big baby when 
when you look, everybody who familiar with familiar with Crossfire, if you've been in the game, you know halftime is getting ready to be long. Cause he they gonna share the gospel, you're gonna hear some music, they gonna they gonna get an invitation to receive Christ, and people sitting there switching back and forth in their seat, getting up. Some don't stay, you know, but hey, man, four or five four or five thousand people, big baby, they all reverent to the Lord, man. That is awesome. It, it get quiet as a mouse in there, man, and they 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 focus, they locked in, and then you might see you might see two or three thousand. Cause we have interpreters, and and in some of those places they speak English as well. They they bilingual, so man, you might see three or four thousand of them people stand up and receive Christ. They pray to receive Christ, bro. That now that right there, that's awesome right there, man. That is awesome, man. Just sometimes you can be in church or over here in America, and you you can't even get one. You right? You can't even get one. Well, they can't see me saying one. Can't. No, they can't. No, they can't see you on the on the. They can't see me on the one quick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nah, but you're right, man. It's we just. I think. I think because we are so fortunate, we we don't we don't need God until you about to hit. Oh God. Yeah. Nah, man. We we like. Oh, you you need you know if if you know I would say everybody um because. And this, this is just to be real about it. Um, saved or unsaved, you know, sometimes with saved, you know, we still feel like, you know, we, 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 um, we, we got it all the time. But we don't live like it. Guilty. We don't live like it. And then, you know, like Guilty. you said, you know, with the unsaved, you know, oh God, when you get in that situation, the thing about it is, is you know, the thing about it is you can do nothing without it. Absolutely nothing. Another song says, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Mm. And the thing about it is, that's for the saved and unsaved. And see, for the, for the unsaved, feel like I'm doing everything on my own. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling myself up by my bootstraps out the streets <laughs> and, you know, doing this, doing that. You can't do nothing without God. Nothing. Can't even get up. Can't open your eyes. You can't do nothing. Because when you do get up in the morning, you do realize he is the one that, that allowed that, right? You know that's what that which one is what you tell them. You right. gotta tell people you you think you're doing something, but nah. But I, you know I'm not. That's another time. That's nah, another man. time. Hey, that nah, to to and the, to to piggyback off your point, man. Like, I don't, and I don't know where I heard this first, but somebody said it. Like, oh, uh, they they'll say, oh, well, you can't see God. How you believe in a God you can't see? And they say, well, uh, you can't see hell, but you ain't stopped breathing yet. Have you? So you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, that that go hand in hand. If you wanna if you wanna twist the word to make it fit you, then make that fit it. Mm-hmm. You, you you can't see air, but you still you ain't stop breathing. Yeah, you, you still you still go out and trust that you're gonna keep breathing mm-hmm. so you can so you can go do it on your own. Right. Make everything happen right. on your own. So you know, we just man, it is and not to not to be on here judging or or doing none of that, man, because like I said, I, I know I done made a lot of mistakes in my life and still make them. Um, I'm just, I'm thankful though, man. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for, for God coming into my life when he did though, man. And, and if he saved me, from what I, what I, he can definitely save, you know what I'm saying? And just don't ever, don't, don't ever think that, that he, he not there for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now you are a father and a grandfather. <laughs> yeah. So how, how many how many kids do you have? Well, not kids, but like just 
Yeah, I say kids because even though they may be grown to us, I, I know for me as a man, I'm like they always my baby. So, how many kids do you have? My son, Lil Willie, um, uh, and then my stepson, uh, Ryan, and I also love Clay uh, as my son. One of my sons is uh, Lil Nate. Got too cool for his pops, man. <laughs> but uh, man, I love him, man. That that's my dude, man. No matter what, like he know it. You know what I'm saying? I make him to this day. When he see me, he know I I get a hug. Not no hug like you get now, nah, man. He he be like, go ahead, man. I'm too grown for that, boy. Give my hug, boy. <laughs> no, that's right. Gotta be glad I don't still kiss you on the cheek, but <laughs> give my hug, man. But yeah, I love him, man. It was like that, that, that right there. I was like. I got a son. I don't got to try no more. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. Just, and, and just, man, watching him grow. Um, and just, just, you know, he is, all, he definitely his own person. He his own dude, man. He, he funny, man. And, and just, just praying for him to, to get his life right, right with the Lord now, man. But uh, he got two boys, Harley and Jewel. One lives in Charlotte. One lives here in Asheville with him um, and his mom, but uh, they growing up. Uh, one's nine. Mar- uh, Marley just turned ten. Joel's is nine. Just turned nine in January. So they both they both uh, athletes in their own right. Uh, I think Marley gonna be more. He gonna be more leaning towards maybe soccer and baseball, but he also plays basketball. But he said he don't love it. He love baseball and football. Wells is 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 he 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 an apple that didn't fall from fall from the tree at all. He he's baseball, football, basketball. He, his mama wanted to run track, but he said she doing too much. So he but uh, he he play all sports, man. And uh, but I just want them, you know, I, I just want them to just kind of like little Willie, man, be their own person, like. And it, it, it's it's cool. Like we don't have to we don't have to be boxed in no more, man. We can be whatever we want. Absolutely, absolutely. It sound like the sportsmanship, or not sportsmanship to say, but it sound like the, the playing the playing sports. It's in the blood. So it sound like it just it's just in there. It's, I, I guess, man. I don't know. Well, you the is. head, pop pop. You know. It, it, well, so it trickled down to you know uh, your yep. son and it on the end of his lineage. We did we did a few things athletically, man. That we can but uh, they just trying to, just hopefully, man, from from our mistakes, um, from what we've gone through, that we can we can, there there can be better from it. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to uh, follow totally follow in our footsteps and absolutely make mistakes. But absolutely, just want them, man. Just definitely want them to be the best men that uh, God created them to be. My stepson has a, a daughter that's that's four, man. She, she be coming over here. I call her uh, Hurricane Oprah. <laughs> and she come over here and pull every toy that she got in there and be looking for new toys all the time, man. I'll be like, stop. Why you keep buying her stuff? Like, she ain't even playing. You know what I'm saying? So she'll pull all the stuff that she don't, that she ain't played with. She pull it all out. Then she'll go get a new toy. And then 
she say, and I say, man, clean up your mess. And she's like, nah, uh, you gonna clean it up, granddad? I be like, <laughs> so you know, so that like, uh, and, and then she already talking about, are you gonna teach me basketball? You gonna be my coach? Oh, it's on, it's man. on. Nah, she playing soccer and baseball right now, man. So, you know, uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's fun, man. It's it, it, the, the funnest part is you can spend time with them and you can enjoy them, but you can always send them back home. Yeah, to their yeah. parents. Gas them up with all kind of stuff. Yeah. Man, Debbie, Kate, Twinkie, <laughs> and Kool Aid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, hype. But yeah, actually, man, I I I be glad when Willie come home, man. I uh, cause I really I need to spend more time with uh, especially the boys, man, the grand boys, and just be be the example. I'm supposed to be, um, even though they dad, he, he spent time with them, you know, but, uh, I need to spend a little more time with them as well, man, like, I just ain't wearing that, that grandpa's thing too well right now, I got all the great, I got all the great to do it, but, what, the title? You, you, I got you, the great, I got the great, I earned the title with all the great, but, you know, <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying, man, I just need to, but I, I do, man, I try to get to baseball games in Charlotte, basketball games in Charlotte. I try to get to uh, Joel's games uh, here. Uh, you know, and just be supportive, man, however I can. And, you know, and, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward, man. I, that, that was the other thing, man. And not to get off the subject, man, but people was asking me, like, how can you still, uh, how can you still uh, believe in a God that'll let you go through this? What you went through, I'm like, man, how could I not? Because if I, I know that's right. See, I, if I don't, if I did believe in him, I don't think I would have made it through this. Or, I, and I definitely wouldn't have came out of it as strong as I have, you know. So, but uh, I just, I just want to be an example now, man, that, I, that I'm supposed to be. You definitely, um, you definitely had a choice um, coming out, you know, coming out of all of this. You definitely had a choice. Uh, which you definitely still have a choice in this life and anything that you go through um, to to be one or the other. That's bitter or better. Right. And when you came out of this, you know, you chose to be better because you could have came out bitter. You know, like like the person asked you, how could you believe, you know, going through what you're going through? Right. But, you know, but seeing what, what he showed you, which was his love, his kindness, his grace, his mercy, you know, how can I not come out better for this, man? You know, so it's it's a beautiful thing, man. And man, please continue to keep giving your testimony. You know, because I don't care how many times, and I don't know if it if it if you know people ever had this situation where they'd be like, you know, I'm, I'm tired of talking about. It. You know, please, please continue to share because and and whether and whether I hear it again or not, somebody gonna hear it on here. Somebody's going somebody's gonna be better for. life and I'm like, man, you know, he let me, he was why you was watching over me then, Lord. But it was just me running away from you. Mm-hmm. Man, you was watching over me then, Lord. Like, like man, I, I was I was that dude that was about to crash and burn. Oh Lord. You know what I'm saying? Oh God. What you call it? Oh. oh like, yeah man, I, I was I was that dude. Like, 
So man, I'm just I'm just thankful though, man. Like, and, and man, let let's let's just let's just and we both can attest to this, be a testament to this. Like, we're not telling you that life gonna be roses once you give your life to Christ, but right, we will tell you that you won't get pricked as much by the thorn. You know what I'm saying? So, like. Man, he, he he giving us the role. He giving a he giving it to us, man. You got all the answers before you even take the test. Like all we gotta do is just put the circle, color in the right circle. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. <laughs> but but by no means, man. If anything, life gets a little, maybe a little harder in the aspect of you gonna get judged more. <laughs> People Absolutely. don't want you to judge them, but get you ready. Gonna, you gonna get judged more. Uh, you're going to get harassed and ridiculed more. Um, you know what I'm saying? It, it, you're going to go through situations where you like, Lord, are, are, are you really where you're going to want to turn back? And you want to, you're going to want to go back to the, to the, the, the road that's wide, but, mm-hmm. but stay on that narrow road, man. And, and, and stay on the narrow path, man. Uh, God, God is, is faithful. He, he's not a man that he can lie. Um, and he promised to never leave nor forsake you. No matter how unfaithful we are, Amen. he's always faithful, man. And, and, and his love is unconditional. So it's just like just like your, your, your daddy that want the best for you or your grandfather that want the best for you. Because I know all of us, everybody's father wasn't there for him or whatever, however you lost him, but, you know, whatever the relationship is. But that, that person that always, baby, I'm praying for you, baby, you... Why don't you do this, baby? I wish you would. That's that's God. That's our Heavenly Father, man. He only wants the best for us. And sometimes he lets you go through stuff so you can see, like, okay, I'm letting you try it your way. Just like just like we do with our teenagers. Okay, you're going you to keep touching the stove. I done told you it's going to burn. You're going to keep touching it. It's going to be hot. And so, you know, man, if we can, can kind of uh, look at look at it, similar to, to to God how he he want for us how we want for our own kids you know and so that's all it is man it's, 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 it's that relationship personal you know but uh, he's sovereign man he we will we will stand before him one day so and that's not I'm not judging anybody man because we stand alone we stand before him absolutely so, you know and he said You'll be judged by the measure that you judge people. So I'm not judging, you know. Uh, if, if you my family or a close friend of mine, man, and, and if I say that and I don't tell you that about Christ and, and, and that He loves you, if I don't, you know, share share with you, man, then I'm, I'm really I'm really not doing what what He commanded us to do, and I'm really not being a true friend or family. Everybody don't receive it from you because they've known you so long, you know. Right. And they they, they only see that old old Willie, you know. Man, one of my cousins that was crazy. He said, "Man, call me when Tank." My nickname Tank. He said, "Call me when Tank come back." I don't like talking to Willie. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, man, Tank, Tank ain't coming back. It's, it's Willie. This is this still Tank, but you know, it's more Willie, Willie. But you know, so. Uh, but I just pray that. By, by the word, by the Holy Spirit, or by some, one of God's people, you know, even Absolutely. if it's not me. 
So, so well, uh, wrapping it up, um, you know, if you had anything to say uh, to the listeners um, that that will be listening to this podcast, uh, feel free. We got about a, about three, two, three minutes. Uh, if you want to say something. Yeah, I feel like I don't say it too much. I don't talk too much already. Oh no, nah, it ain't ever enough. Not when it comes to you know talking about the Lord. Man, I just I just appreciate having having godly men around me because sometimes this get hard as a man because we we condition a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so just to be able to have other godly men, big baby, man, me and him talked a lot when I first got back. We we reconnected, man, and it was it was awesome to be able to talk to him and be encouraged in the Lord. Uh, the guys from Crossfire, man, and that Crossfire is not just Randy and Jamie. They are the founders, man. They they do a lot of leg work. Uh, just pray for God to continue to use the vision that he put in them uh, to reach people uh, but it's Tim Lewis Robert Fields, Jerome Ramsey uh, Robert is in South Carolina, Tim Lewis is a coach at Montreat, women's coach at Montreat Anderson, young man uh, Jazz, Cathart uh, I'm sure many in the city know Jazz for his work uh, with kids, uh, he and his wife uh Tim Lewis and his wife Jerome Ramsey is in Burke he's a, a teacher and coach down at East Burke High School um, and, 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 and it's a lot other Jonathan Whitson teacher and coach out at uh, Pisgah High School um, there's just so many people that I can name Matt McCope uh, who, who I call my call my mentor uh, he led me back to Christ uh, but just a lot of people Trinity uh, Church Trinity uh, Church in Fairview man those people so gracious man and just being honest like it wasn't they wasn't the ones who i would expect to come and help me you know what i'm saying being just being honest being a black man like that help came and i was like like dang like wow like yeah god but that's god you know what i'm saying so absolutely uh, the people in augusta man just just a lot of people have influenced my journey from where i gave my life back to christ man and where i am now a lot of people have influenced that. Uh, my old basketball coach, Coach Sixside, my man, uh, he live in uh, uh, Burroughs Inlet now. Uh, you know, just, man, my teammates, man. Dean and Tease came out and seen me, man. Lee Stafford, I definitely can't forget him, man, because when I came back, he he, he a manager over at Ingalls Warehouse, man. He, uh, man, Lee, I love you, man. Uh, he just... He just been somebody that I that I've admired and looked up to, man. Uh, for, for even way before my accident, we played a lot of basketball and some softball together, man. And just really admire him and his wife, his family, man. Uh, just it's a lot of people, man, that I could name. Uh, and if I forget anybody, man, I don't mean to slight y'all, but I appreciate y'all and I love y'all, man. And, and I just pray to God to bless y'all. How he been afford y'all the same opportunities he afforded me well as always and it's been it, it's always a pleasure talking to you man but it's definitely been a pleasure having you on the podcast uh, ladies and gentlemen i again i want to thank my brother my friend um mr willie battle for coming on the hollaback podcast is always good you know this guy he's a jokester too y'all don't know that but uh, he's a jokester but um as we say around here at the Hollaback Podcast, God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. Until the next time, I'm your boy, Big D. Peace.